and welcome to the 250, the podcast where I only beat you up because I care about you. I'm Douglas, and with me as always is my co-host, Jonathan. How are you, Jonathan? Oh, oh, I guess I'm fine, Douglas. Oh, <laughs> let me wipe the blood out of my eyes. <laughs> uh, 250 does not support domestic abuse. Um, <laughs> if this is your first time tuning into the 250, I'm not... Uh, domestically abusing Jonathan We've taken a snapshot of IMDb's top 250 movies of all time As of January 2020 And we've become watching them from number 253 to number 1 In this podcast we discuss our opinions, thoughts and reactions To the movies within today's movie Number 189 Memories of Murder In a rural province in Korea 1986 I believe it was South Korea at that point in time Douglas The body of a I young just... woman is found brutally raped and murdered Within a few months a string of other similar murders are discovered With similar circumstances with a special task force on the case, they swiftly go about the difficult task of keeping up with the serial murderer. Well, fuck it. It's your job to pre-read the thing. I just put down the words. It's your... Okay. What? You can't be happy that <laughs> zero prep and I did that one in one take? <laughs> that was very... You know what? I'm gen- Thank you. Yeah. Genuinely yeah. actually very proud of that. Thank you. Um... <laughs> Who Memories- directed this movie, Douglas? <laughs> Memories of Murder is directed by Bong Joon-ho, written by Bong Joon-ho and Sungbo Shim, with the uh, IMDb credits the play being done by Kwang Rim Kim. But, like, whenever I search Kwang Rim Kim, I come up with, like, bum tiddly fuck all, really. So uh, he has a Wikipedia page about a bunch of poetry that he's done. So I'm like, maybe, is that what IMDb's pick? I don't know. Neither Jonathan nor I have watched this film before. Could have been the poetic prose. No, no, no. Like a play. <laughs> I, I have not watched this film. No, um, uh, what'd you think of the movie, Douglas? We're here doing Shakespeare. Um, yeah, fuck, man. I always knew I was going to like this film. I love Bong Joon-ho. I love what he does. I've said it before on uh, Snowpiercer, which is... Not our last episode, but the one before. Yes. Um, so. uh, last week was uh, Mrs. Smith Goes to Washington. Um, yeah, I've said it before on Snowpiercer. I love what he does. He does particular themes and ideologies very well, and they're very uh, present throughout all of his films, I think. But he always manages to keep things fresh and interesting and mm. invigorating. Um, especially in his, uh, what I would say is his pocket, which is when he's working within his own, uh, culture and not to say he can't work without his own culture. I'm not saying that you could only work in whatever culture you're fucking in. I'm just saying that naturally he has experience with talking about fucking Korea. Right? <laughs> so There's nothing wrong with writing what you know, Douglas. Exactly. Exactly. It's yeah. like if I was to write a fucking movie about... Uh, if you to... went to direct this film, the it would probably seem a little weird. Because <laughs> you don't know much about South Korean culture. There would be some chin scratching happening. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, also, the uh, I don't... Yeah, we didn't include it anywhere in the uh, the preamble. The, the patter, if you will. But this film is based off a true story. Uh, based off of real events, real world events that uh, took place in 1986 in the Gyeonggi province. Forgive the pronunciation. Um, But yeah, I think that that's fucking sick in and of itself. Uh, It gives much more cadence and urgency, I think, to the the tale with having 
uh, or I guess weight, I suppose, to the story, mm. knowing that there yes, is so. real-world circumstances behind it. I never really thought about it that much. While I always actually, really I like real-world stuff. I, I, I knew that it was, uh, at the very least, inspired Based off of by real factual events. events, yeah. But, um, I don't know. I don't think that... I don't think that swayed me either way. Uh, it was just a thing for you. It wasn't like yeah. A, it was the kind of thing where it's like if it hadn't been based on real events, I would have been like, okay, you would have been like, yeah, fine, it's, whatever. It's a good movie. Shit's still really? nasty. I will. I will say this is one nasty film. Like out of all the Bong Joon Ho's films, <clears throat> this is the nastiest and probably the uh, I would say least able to get into you know like i can't really think of too many friends i could recommend this to because of like people who could stomach it because there is some relatively like confronting things i don't know i think it is pretty like it's obviously like sexual violence uh, even just implied sexual violence is is just about as heavy as you can get in a film on the ick factor scale it's uh pretty icky (laughs) It's pretty icky, and I think, but I think that's the real, real like pushing point, the real tipping point for the ickiness. True. I think it's it's definitely there's a lot of kind of gross stuff going on, but a lot of it seems more in line with like a a, a crime procedural. Type sure. Yeah. Show like I think a lot of those films, it's pretty common for them to have really nasty stuff going on. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's true, and yeah, and you know, like you know, uh, lingering shots on corpses and that kind of stuff. Mm. So yeah, it, it's. I mean, it's unquestionably pretty gross. And I just like saying that at the outset because we cover so many different fucking genres of films here. That like mm. you know, literally last week was the most probably one of the most optimistic pieces we've had in the two five zero in a long time. Mm. And from that, we're jumping to this, you know? So I do like just giving everyone a little bit of a, hey, heads up here. Uh, wee woo, wee woo. It gets a bit fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, good warning. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's it's yeah, it's yeah, a nasty crime drama about mm. rape victims. So Yeah. Uh, what did you think I, about the film, Jonathan? I, I, yeah, I also really liked it. Um, once again, the... the True lines of demarcation on my um, kind of ick factor. Um, still, like my like this film is not okay, and I feel really bad watching it for some reason. This didn't tip that. Um, Did um, Amores Peros tip that for you? Oh yeah. Mm, interesting. Oh yeah. So once again, it is a mystery. What the fuck actually tipped it? Tip tips me over the edge, and what doesn't? Because mm. this was. Fine. Oh yeah, uh, didn't tip it. I suppose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So, but yeah, and I really enjoyed it. I think there's there's lots to talk about. Douglas has made the ridiculous mistake of of he watched a bunch of them in a row a while ago. Yeah, look, okay. So for full disclosure, at time of recording, we're in like the beginning of June. I watched this film at the beginning of May. So, because, uh, well, Mr. Man Jonathan was being a little bit slow on the uptake of watching films. So I was like, I'm going to get ahead. And then like next week, I'll be ready to go. And we can do, we could do like two if we wanted to. And then next week never happened. And then, you know, it's, it is what it is. You know how the podcast business goes it's a it's i gotta get out of this rat race jonathan we gotta fucking hurry up and get to number one <laughs> we gotta hurry up and get to shawshank 
<laughs> Ironically, the the reason that I'm so much slower than you is because I'm in the rat race and I have a <laughs> nine to five. <laughs> That's true. That's uh, true. No, sorry. Where I was going with that before I was so rudely interrupted. I'm sorry. Is that is that Douglas has um, a fairly short amount of notes and also yes. is running on some limited memory, whereas I watched it, I think, three or four days ago, and I have a full book, a full, I... full double-page spread of notes. But that, so, I, like, I just got so fucking wrapped up in it. Like, Snowpiercer, yeah, I had a lot of, I point. was like, there was like, okay, like, you know, Tilda Swinton, and like, there were bits <laughs> where I was like, yeah, I could pick on that, I could pick on that, but Memories of Murder was just like, Man, it's just such a fucking experience that, like, you really do get, like, so latched up with the investigation and you're just like, oh, what's going to fucking happen next, you know? Like, not (laughs) even what's a murderer going to do next. It's like, what's the fucking task force going to do next, you know? Because Mm. they are, I think, as unpredictable as a serial murderer can be in some cases. Um and I mean, which is the point, Douglas? Absolutely, I know. That's, that's the point the, of the movie. Exactly, that's the whole fucking thematic thing that Mister Mister Junho is trying to get across. Um, but I, I don't know, man. Song Kang Ho, I could watch that man act for days upon days upon days. I, oy, oy, he is incredibly Please. good. It, yeah, no. So there's a lot going on in this film. Is kind of where I wanted to mm-hmm, go with, mm-hmm, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a it's a good ass fucking movie, and it's more than just like a crime. Like you know, there was stuff going on in say um, prisoners, and this kind of it's sort of a little similar, um, but it amps it up a lot more. Yeah, uh, and there's a bit more kind of. Well, actually, there was good character. I I still think but. Parasite is his magnum opus, no question. Nothing mm. like I, I don't think there's any film in his filmography that I've seen yet that has topped Parasite in terms of mm. just consistently good execution on its themes and uh, cinematography and story and uh, just everything across the board. Parasite is, yeah, I would... Con- and I think a lot of the film community consider Bong Joon-ho's magnum opus as Parasite. Um, but that's not to say that this is, you know, unwatchable or anything like that. It's still incredibly good. It's so... It's such a fucking deeply human film in mm. so many ways um on like justice and victimization in uh modern korea um because i still i still think you know 80s is still relatively modern um yeah yeah i don't know he's just he's the master of tone is yeah Mr. Jun Ho. yeah and master of mood as yeah well, which i yep. have i have some comments on i guess we won't get too too deep too, into it yeah uh but there is a wide range of tone and mood going on with this film. Um, the 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 bigger part is the comedic elements to it. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Maybe that's why I didn't hate it. Perhaps. It, it's yeah. Very much. But it's also like, like Bong Joon Ho as well. He loves fucking sneaking in a couple of little like either bits that shouldn't be funny but are funny, or mm. bits that are like intentionally played for the gag. Um, yeah. Uh, or uh, there are some moments in Parasite where I laughed just because of the spectacle of it all. You're just like, what the fuck? This is what <laughs> the fuck? This wow. <laughs> um, and yeah, there's there's oh, I guess there's less like pure spectacle in this. Yeah. Uh, it's more like you know 
kind of character humor more than mm. anything and some physical stuff it's also but- worth noting that this is the film that inspired zodiac which i have also watched um zodiac is based off the zodiac killer um and uh our good old companion i believe it is david fincher who directed um zodiac uh starring my right hand man gyllenhaal me no oh. <laughs> nice try dickhead <laughs> um, <laughs> it is it is david fincher um who directed zodiac it's yeah i can there's so many parallels that you can make between those two films and they're definitely in conversation with one another but it's fucking zodiac pales in comparison to what memories of murder does uh Mm. in in terms of what it actually achieves i thought zodiac was really good with like its tension and its tone and mood and everything and then you watch memories of murder and you're oh fuck i see (laughs) um you just did everything but like a little bit crappier (laughs) yeah yeah good try fincher (laughs) um go back to making fight club dickhead (laughs) (laughs) just make fight club all right (laughs) Go back to Fight Club. Uh, we don't talk about Fight um, Did you... I, so, I was thinking about this when we were starting up. And I realised when, when I started thinking about the acting, there wasn't, like... I just didn't think about acting at all. Like... No, nah, I was pretty everyone, there for it. Everyone did such a fucking good yeah, job. Yeah, right? Like, they, everyone. Mm, it's cool. Like, I can't think of, like... Uh, a weak spot, maybe the the disabled kid, maybe yeah. yeah. But even he does quite well because he makes choices and he sticks with them, right? Like he does, mm. he does those choices very confidently. And I think that's in terms of actually portraying a character that has a mental disability. I think he does a yeah. fucking actually like genuinely decent job of it without like uh, slipping into offensive stereotypes. Like it's. He's a genuinely challenged and struggling human being uh, that is caught up in this dark, twisted mess. Um, mm. That yeah, I think uh, who is who is the actor? Do we know? Uh, I, there's I don't know if there. I'm gonna look at some faces. Give me a sec. Yeah. Yes, please. There's a lot of faceless people on the IMDb page. Mm. Um, I did really like. Uh, oh God, Detec- Detective Taeyun, yes, Theo. yeah, um, super. But I, th- I sort of feel like I think his character progression is really good. Yeah. Um, but I wonder if I kind of just liked him more because he's like the obvious like cool guy. Yo, uh, maybe, uh, should we? Uh, uh, spoiler, spoiler, right? Or I feel like, like we should. Sh- I mean, if you really want. Okay, sure. I guess we can. <laughs> I guess we're like, I could feel us like we're going there, you know? <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Look, um, let's just do a safety yeah. spoiler. Sure, sure, sure. Um, uh, I, I recommend this. Film. Go check it out. Absolutely. No question. If you can stomach, if you if you look at the summary and you're like, yeah, I'm okay with that, go watch it. <laughs> it's got a lot of layers to it. Um, it's, it's, it's quite complex. It's a little weird, but not in a way that kind of detracts from the weight of the the message and the story that it's telling. So, yeah. uh, so it's kind of just fun, which, yeah. which I'm into. Yeah. yeah. Good movie. I recommend it as well. Absolutely. No question. All right. Let's get that spoiler. 
All right. <laughs> Don't, okay. Um, Good luck. Like, what the fuck? I'm going to put in there. Jesus. Um, Work it out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Fix it in post. I can't, I can't wait to know what you put in there, Douglas. Fix it in post. Um, it's uh, Park High Il um, who plays the oh, character Park, Park uh, in the film. Park Hyung-gyu. Okay. Hyung-gyu. Forgive all the pronunciations. We're, I'm, Wait, I'm really no, sorry. No, no, isn't he the? No, no, no. He's the. He's the. Oh wait, is he the guy um, that fly kicks everyone? No, no, he's the turtleneck dude. The turtleneck dude. Yeah, the guy who they think was the murderer. Oh, that's true. Yes. No. Sorry, wrong gentleman. Uh, <laughs> I think it's No Shik Park. I think it yep. is. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the man. Who's actually. Fairly prolific, actually. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. As an actor, he's um mm. he's doing a fair bit. His last the last one was well, it was a short in twenty eighteen. Mm. But I wonder what uh, his he's uh, they're doing stuff. Most recent film was. Uh his, his the, Beyond the, You. We're we looking at the same guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at <laughs> anyway. Letterbox. I'm looking at Letterbox. I think you're looking at INDB. I am looking at IMDb. There you uh, go. doesn't matter. Uh, yeah, completely relevant. Douglas uh, editing Douglas, please remove that Cut dead air. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mentioned um, mood, and I think that's something that's so I don't know, kind of takes you aback with this film. Uh, is how it will jump between obviously very brutal stuff, which sort of fits in with your crime procedural, not theme, I guess, but kind of style. Yeah. Uh, but there's also it's sprinkled with like a lot of weird comedy stuff, and then every now and then there's just a slice of like legitimate horror, like like absolutely terrifying for just like normally just the shortest amount of time. Be like, oh god, okay, cool beans. So I think you've got it's how he does that, right? Like it's mm. almost it's got this like. I think of it as, like, a shaggy dog kind of quality. Like, everything, like, seems to, like, spur on for, like, a long time. And you're like, right. what is happening? And then, like, it alternates between, like, nervous laughter and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then just straight up, like, violence and, like, mm. fucked up shit happening. And you're like, oh, God. <laughs> um, and, there, and there's, just you know. Just one wrong move after another. Sprinkling very legitimate character moments in amongst this where you kind of get peeks at um the kind of people they are and there's a long running thing with uh Park Do Man, right? Yes. Yeah. Um who is kind of wild cuz he looks oh maybe he is just they I I don't know maybe it's just the way they dress him. They make him look very old. Like, yeah. I mean not very old, just very middle-aged just, yeah. which he still looks quite good 20 years on from that film. Yeah. Mm. But there's, you know, there's an on-running thing with him uh, being like getting shit like injected into him, which mm. is not really... I'm, I'm kind of crossing threads on my notes here, but uh, you never really work... I don't think, unless I'm being an idiot, you never really work out what the fucking story there is about him needing like a saline drip or like getting like a shot in his butt at yeah. some point yeah i i don't think it's ever 
distinctly explained, but mm. I would assume it's, you know, it's something he obviously needs to continue to function as a human being. Mm. Um, he requires it. So I'm like, my first thought was, um, ah, fuck, what's the, uh, too much sugar, I think it is, or whatever. Um, mm. Not enough sugar. That one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just, so normally insulin, I feel- The one feel- where you need insulin. I forget what that one oh. is. Oh, uh, it's on, uh, uh, diabetes. 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 He, normally a film, or not a film, like a story, I think it's it's difficult to sort of sprinkle in stuff that's kind of just flavoring on a character without like normally if they do something and they don't give it like a distinct reason for being there you sort of not feel like cheated but you feel like you're like what was the point of yeah, this yeah why did you give me this information to kind of go nowhere with it uh and i think it's maybe sort of general character building because he feels sort of i know desperate is maybe the word or like um uh downtrodden perhaps yeah. Yeah, it's all all it's all the all sort of builds into that. Yeah, uh, and then it's sort of <laughs> placed against his very uh, cocky mm. persona yeah. when he's working. Do you want to know my which... favorite adjective that I found someone described Detective Park's character as? It literally sums up his it. whole character in the entire film. Mm-hmm. Infantile. <laughs> it's like yeah. the bit where he's um he first find like he finds the first body in like the opening scenes and then he pops up and then there's that kid that's parroting everything he's saying. It's mm. a boy talking to a boy. I think that that's what right. Bong is trying to get across there is that you know he is just as fucking dim-witted and naive and blind <laughs> as the kid that's parroting in front of him. Um yeah. yeah. That's what I got out of that. And then yeah, someone was like he's just probably the most infantile character throughout the whole film and i was like yep that's it that's the word which i guess sort of plays into him having his like what does he call it again like he's he can like look into someone's eyes yeah and, like, and figure if they're guilty. know whether it's yeah them it's got or like not. he's got like a it's got like a funny name to it mm. uh which is immediately as soon as that like concept is introduced it's immediately shot down where he's like well you thought i was a criminal and yeah. i'm just another detective showing up to dude help you. that's coming to help like, yeah well okay <laughs> <laughs> don't Fine. even call me out like that man <laughs> uh and then yeah you, you sort of contrast him against um uh, detective taeyun uh Kim Sang Kyung's uh, character, yeah, the young, sexy, mm, um, hunky boy, detective from Seoul. Seoul, 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 Seoul? 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 Thank you, Seoul. I'm drunk. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you. Uh, which and they sort of, I, I, I wanted to say they have like opposing kind of evolution, devolution. Kind yeah, of phases. It's not yeah. really true because he sort of stays where he is at like this kind of mediocrity level, and Taeyun just starts out very cool, very smart moves all the way through, and he just keeps going down, and shit keeps getting worse, and yeah. he can't fucking figure it out, and it ends in obviously the ending of the film where he sort of like a little bit loses his marbles. He's he's just like. Uh, it's too much for me. He's ab- about to shoot this dude that they yeah. don't 
that they yeah, have they're, they're no sure confirmed he... evidence that it's actually mm. him, and then they get the reports back from America proving that it couldn't have been him. But it's uh, the I think it was just it was just inconclusive. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. It's the uh, Zodiac covers similar sorts of themes. You know, it's that mm. uh, that that need that like if it's not him, I'm gonna fucking blow my brains out. Like because <laughs> I'm just so sick of having to try and figure out who the fuck it is. I've been chasing this guy's tail for so fucking long and I just can't handle it anymore. So if it's not this fucker, then it's over. Um, Whereas Park Man almost, you know, not gives up, but his, like, MO is just to, like, immediately be like, who's the first motherfucker we can pin this on? Yeah. Let's just yeah. find... Let's just find some Find the kid yobo. with a learning disability and yep. just, like... Who we can feed some words and lines and get him to roughly yeah. give a confession and, yeah. Uh, it's yeah, so, which is... It's such a fucking, like... Even just, like, the period that it's in is so poetic in and of itself mm. because there was a whole fucking like i think uh with all of like the tanks and stuff that pop up like you know uh throughout the course of the film as well um and the way that the task force handles the investigation it is one tumultuous part of uh korea's history uh mm. 1980s mid 1980s i believe there was some form of civil war or a um I believe uh, it was just political protests and yeah, political unrest. And then I'm not sure if it actually... from the government upon uh, yeah. their uh, the general populace, um, which is once again never actually explained. It's mm, just it's just this fire that's happening it's a in ba- the background. It's a, it's a background, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, which is I said it in Snowpiercer. Did you see it? Did you see it? He does it so much. He does the foreground background story. He mm. does like he's got something happening in the foreground, and he's like, "Ooh, look at this! Like, this is what's happening." But then in the background, there's always something going on. Okay, hear me out. There's the <laughs> bit where they're at the bar and they're getting pissed as nits, and they're like at that table, and it's this uh, shot that like starts far back, and they're slowly coming in on um, mm. Detective Park and Detective um, Sayo uh, Tayun uh, <laughs> talking at each other across the table. They're both like half cut, right? Yeah. That's the foreground story. And then behind that is the uh, the fly-kicking dude. I forget his name. Uh, uh, Lots of fly-kicking going on in this fucking movie. <laughs> it's so good. Whenever it happens, he's just... <laughs> yeah. So strong and committed. I love it. Whoever came up with that, I, 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 I hope that it was the actor who was like, can I just fly-kick him? <laughs> like, um, I pray that that's the case. Anyway. Mm. He's, like, hitting up one of the chicks behind the couch and, like, you know, they're, like, you know, flirting and mingling in the back. And then there's Mm. a sergeant who is, like, forehead down on the table, completely fucked. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, And you've just got all that happening at the same time and Bong could have easily shot that from, like, five different angles and got, like, you know, edited it so you get, like, angle one, like, this is story a angle two you mm. get a little bit of story b and then angle three is like you know the sergeant or whatever but he shoots it like it's an ensemble and gets everyone in the same fucking frame and ah i don't know it's just so fucking clever in that it keeps the pace up it keeps it understandable it um keeps it digestible it's visually interesting yeah from lots like a, going on 
from an audience perspective, your your eyes are being pulled in different places. Um, and just like, yeah, just how he stages his actors in his shots is so wonderful to me. Um, there's that mm. other sequence, I think it's towards the beginning, where they're like, they're going out for food when um, Detective Tyun has first arrived. Um, and there's two characters that have their back to the camera, which mm. then instinctively focuses the audience's attention on the two characters that you can see. You can see their faces. Um, and how they act and everything, like, it all... It's like this well-oiled fucking machine where, like, when Detective Tyun looks away, you catch a little bit of, like, Detective Park's face for, like, a little bit, and, like, it's... Ah! It's so fucking smart. I don't get it. Bong! <laughs> what? You got magic beans or something? What the hell's going on? How do you do it, Bong? Share it around. <laughs> how, the, how the hell are you getting that shit in there? It's crazy. Yeah, I, love, uh, I love his ensemble work. It's fantastic. There's a couple good long shots with, I think, the, one of the first bodies they find in the field. Mm. Um, that's like a nice long thing with shitloads of stuff going in the background. Um, and then, yeah, there's the the kind of road that's raised above the height of the field. And then people like fall down it every time someone has to get into that scene. They're like, oh, I can like sort of slide down this. And they just like fall on their face <laughs> and like yeah. scramble themselves <laughs> like, up again. Uh, and you get... Pug do man, and then someone else does it as well, and they're completely not addressed. So, that's which is fucking. Uh, now that we're talking about it, I completely forgot how much fucking superb physical comedy there is in this mm, fucking mm. film. It's it's too good. Yeah. The the fly there's, kicking, um, the the chase sequences, like there's some. I, I, from memory, there's some like goofy bits in some of the chase sequences where, like, yeah, or like is. not even goofy, like just human, you know, like they like they trip and stumble, and you know, like mm. they they slip a little bit or whatever. Like it's so very, uh, it feels almost like first take, you know, of everything. It's it's not <laughs> like you know, Bong's like, ah, you fucking you walked like three centimeters too far to the right on that one. We run it again. You know, it's very like, all right, you fucking you trip there, but like that's it. That's what we're doing. Which, it. which you just know for for him to for it to seem that human, you know it must have taken fucking oh, forever to get that perfect. Surely. It must have been a goddamn nightmare. Uh, There's no way that was an easy job. Nah, nah. Uh, yeah. all the actors if, if I mean you know we've already been talking about it but like yeah they're, they're just phenomenal they all do a really good job mm. there's the scene in um, the uh, there's one scene where it's like a wide angle of the police like headquarters like the the main office uh, with just honestly a ridiculous amount of energy going on in the oh, background yeah where Detective uh, Dooman's just sitting there at his desk, like thinking about something, and everyone is fucking There's- loudly talking and like shifting papers around, <laughs> and, like people coming in and out all the time and shit. And then it, it has like a hard cut to like later in the night where he's just sitting there on his own. It's uh, like, but that's non-stop. the same thing. It's just very. There's just these very weird, I guess, interesting cinematography choices. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the other very obvious cinematography choice is the the staging for that final scene in front of the train tunnel has so many like wonderful framing opportunities for I mean it's a tunnel like it's an obvious one yeah but but no fucking complaints yeah because yeah for how they utilize that setting mm. there's there's kind of 
bit of a dynamic feel to the location itself with the or I guess almost like a danger in the middle of the scene with and this, the rain like with the train yeah the rain um, it's quite a small area so mm. it's not you know some ridiculous fucking fight or chase or anything so it's just like it's really really in amongst it and mm. it's just it was the perfect little spot for that to happen mm. because there's a million beautiful shots of in and out and mm. him running away and things like that 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 was I Oh, on one hand, it feels obvious, but on the other hand, it's it was uh, pulled off so well. Yeah. We haven't done any proper horror films on the 250 yet, have we? No. We I haven't think done there's like, only a couple on the list. Yeah, there's like The Thing and Alien, and they're all like sci-fi kind of ones, I think. But um, I anyway. I think you might be right, yeah. Uh, there's one scene, and I think you know mm. the one I'm talking about, uh, that chilled me to my fucking core and i don't think Mm -hmm. i will ever find a scene that like on first watch gave me so many fucking like it just every fiber in my being coiled up into a ball and was just like die (laughs) um (laughs) it's the bit where i think it's the second victim or maybe the third where it's uh the girl walking along in the rain and through like the 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 dark fields and yep. the murderer is hiding amongst the, the fields and there's this shot where she turns to look around behind her and you see this blurry head come out of the fields and then sink back down again. And it's like, it's not focused or anything. It's if you're an attentive eye, you catch it, which like fucking nine out of ten people would because it's the rest I, of the scene is I so didn't. still. <laughs> really? I didn't. Oh. No, which made it even scarier where he jumps at jumps him like out a of fucking the, yeah, creature yeah, yeah oh god it gives me the fucking heebies mm. even just talking about it it is and uh, that's another foreground background thing right mm. like you gotta in bong's films you can't just focus on the foreground story which i think is you know that's thematic in and of itself you know you can't just focus on whatever is the main person quote unquote is happening there's mm. there's so much fucking subtext that is happening that like you've that bong's like hey keep track of this though like in the background fucking remember this and you're like i can't man <laughs> there's only man, so many places break, my dude. eyes can go <laughs> oh my fucking goodness just <sighs> okay <laughs> mm. it's cooked i love him that yeah, yeah just that yeah. scene is like it was just like fucking textbook horror for me uh, mm. it, just to give me such a visceral feeling of being unsettled and just like uh, <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> anyway we fluffed on about this for a long time sorry um, yeah uh, no that's alright that's good it's that's what that's what good podcasts are about mm. Douglas uh, fluffing the the fluffing exactly uh the music are you listening to the i am currently listening to the soundtrack i composed by i told douglas too (laughs) i was i was listening to your head your head but that's that's not important um it is composed by taro iwashiro once again forgive Mm. the pronunciation there is an accent above the o but i don't know what it means so i'm just gonna go with taro (laughs) iwashiro (laughs) um do we know what else he's worked on? Uh, um, it he's, is. Uh, he's uh, worked on one. No, I was going to say he's composed for the host, but he hasn't. He did a Full Metal Alchemist movie. That's kind of cool. 
Oh, he's done a lot. Yeah. Composed for 72 films. Yeah. What's it? 72 pieces. Mm. 50, Red Cliff. A lot of this stuff appears to be Korean films. Man, I, I gotta watch Full Metal Alchemist. It's, that's on my, like... Oh, the show? Mm. I'm, like, not watching it out of spite. <laughs> because it's popular? Who, for an, another oh, friend but, wants me to watch it. Ah, oh, but, like, you don't really... You don't vibe that... Uh, school of anime anyway do, do you oh no i don't it's a um shonen it's like a, it's a shonen yeah yeah, yeah i'm totally fine with yeah. shonens the oh, problem really? is that, like, a lot of them are very long douglas yeah exactly like you're fucking my hero academias and all that shit too long anyway anyway John, John's <laughs> giving me hand signals stop what you're talking about Move let's on. leave the I'm embarrassing like, okay. anime talk to the end of the podcast <laughs> Where I can trim it afterwards. <laughs> you can. I'm leaving it in. <laughs> uh, no, the music is like really, really atmospheric mm. and really, really haunting. It's really pretty. Haunting. Lots of piano. That's the perfect way to describe it. Love me some piano. Absolutely. Uh, some some piano forward, I guess, music. Which I feel like can't always really be like pulled off very well. Yeah. But mm. yeah, piano um, is a. Uh, relatively haunting instrument i think in and of itself so it, yeah it suits the, the atmosphere uh but yeah wonderful wonderful choice and the, uh, um, the, the 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 song at the end where it, uh, he comes back to uh you know after where it's like set in present time 2003 where he comes back to what a cool move as well where oh. he's like oh he's not a detective anymore yeah he's like so fucking good. salesman dude now mm. um uh and he yeah he comes back to that and then the the fucking incredibly poignant bit where he looks at the camera and he breaks that fourth wall. Mmm, bellissimo, love it. And then the, the score that goes with that and everything and the whole preamble to that moment, it's superb. Um, I think I read somewhere that uh, people interpret that ending, mm. Detective Park, or I guess ex-Detective Park, uh, looking at the camera and breaking the fourth wall as Bong wanting to... Because the killer hadn't been found at the time the film was released, 2003. The killer hadn't been uh, caught. Right, yep. But the case had since gone cold. So the killer was still at large and Bong wanted to look the killer in the eye. Yeah. And like, he, you're making a film about a killer that hasn't been caught. They're going to watch the film. There's no fucking question that they are going to be in the audience watching the film that you've made about their murders. So I didn't even think about that. He he gets ah! he gets Song Kang Ho to look at the camera to be like, fucking, you're out there. I know you're still out there and you are watching oh. this. Oh no. Right. Except I think the guy was in prison at that point in time. But Two thousand three? No. He was still at large. No no no. I think he was oh, was he? Yep. Um Okay, because when they when they actually did charge him, which I think was pretty recently, it was. It was a couple of years ago. Yep. he was in prison for something else. Yes. Anyway, anyway, that is a cool move that I did not actually fucking recognize while I it's was watching it. Fucking sick! You were just like, "Oh, hi." <laughs> yeah, yeah. How's it going, Sog? Um, <laughs> yeah, no, I read that in like one of the one of the synopses where it's like he's like looking at the camera to to use his his. Guilt oh, he's, uh, he's, yeah, he's tricked. And I was like, oh, is that what he was doing? I'm yeah. a fucking idiot. <laughs> but he's using it on the audience because yep. the killer is still uh, out there somewhere. Um, yep. Yeah. Ah, it's, blah, 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 blah. it's so cool. <laughs> uh, 
So I, I think we should probably <laughs> should probably clean up pretty soon because we have actually talked for a long time. Oh, um, yes. Uh, another note I wanted to make, which oh, is fairly yeah, simple, but there's very, very strong color grading throughout this. Yeah. Uh, mm. Especially like, and I think this is more to the detriment of the film. Um, like as soon as they hit the inside of the police station, I was like, oh, it's NCIS. Okay. Mm. <laughs> it just went so like gray and dull. Yeah. But they, this, it's also quite successful near the end where it's all very gray and drab mm. and then it snaps to however many years later mm. and it's very, very bright, bright and vivid and, sunny, and that, yeah. that works quite, quite well to kind of signal to you that there's been a, you know, a yep. passage of time. There's like yeah. a big, big change between the two And the, like, the physical change in Song Kang Ho, which is incredible from like a fucking mm. production standpoint, how you mm. get mm. that noticeable a physical change in an actor is... Fuck me. So cool. Yeah. They must have really, like, absolutely sexied him up. Uh, made him look very young in the the earlier scenes and then just had him as his actual age, yeah. maybe. Although, actually, he wasn't that old back then. Mm. So, mm. so, fuck knows, actually. Yeah. Never mind, I take it back. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Quickly yeah, slamming uh, through my notes, uh, there was one shot where they have one of the manky corpses one of the girl's mm. corpses and he smash cuts immediately to red meat. Oh, the barbecue. That mm. was so... And the only equivalent I have for that is potentially one of the best transitions in all of film history is... Do you remember the one... You've watched all the Game of Thrones, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the bit where I forget all the characters' names because... <laughs> Because I purged that entire series yeah. from my mind. But there's the bit where they're like, oh, you've got like the like the crusty scab things on it all over his body oh, and they're like yes. gonna like pull them off. And they're like, Alright, okay, we're gonna go for we're it. Go and then like hard cut to someone pushing a spoon into like a meat pie. That was <laughs> it mm, is an excellent amazing transition. It's such and a, it's yeah. fucking disgusting. It is because like it's ah, oh, it's such a great trick of the mind to like because it lets your imagination colour in the mm. picture. Um, yeah. But it still gives you that visceral reaction because it still gives you something. It still gives you... It connects the pieces or, like, it lays the pieces out for you and lets your brain do the rest. It will automatically connect those two pieces together and go, eh! <laughs> um, <laughs> ah, it's, it's fucking sick. And then I think they do it again with the... Um, there's a shot of uh, where they're at the Korean barbecue and it's where Flykick Man... Uh, loses his shit and goes ape and then there's like this shot where I think like blood runs onto the Korean barbecue or something but it's like oh yeah, yeah. I think it's a, the the meat blood not like the blood of a person but it's like it's implied that like it should be the blood of someone um, yeah I don't know sick shot and then uh, as I put up in my <laughs> letterbox review I like the bit where he just checks on his hard on <laughs> like dude just reaches around and he's like you hard right now <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> I do not recall that bit. It's a, it's um, uh, it's um, it's between uh, Park and then um, uh, fuck, uh, I gotta stop calling him Flykick Man. Cho Yong Ku. There we go. Uh, this one's really pushing us this this episode. Uh, I think this has been harder than other other Korean films we've done. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, we really struggled on this one. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a bit where he reaches around and checks his heart on. Sick. Um, <laughs> and I, I just... I just filmed like a I, month ago and I still remember that. 
this cute little touch that I liked, I liked how, um, once you've got the idea of, like, the, uh, uh, the torture kind of situation, when there's just that one bit where they're like, oh, the guy starts putting, like, the bags on his shoes, like, the shoe covers on, and you're like, oh, I know exactly what's going to happen, and I, like, don't need to see it again, and it just, just goes straight through to it, and it's not necessary, which was quite clever. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway, um, good fucking movie. Lots to talk about. Yeah, well... Uh, pretty pretty smart. Would you perhaps like some trivia that might uh, stimulate some further discussion? Oh, I hope it stimulates something. <laughs> Let's not talk about was, stimulating in a film that that's bad. main theme is sexual violence. Yeah, yeah. you know what? Yeah. Not your smartest. No, I think we won't do that. Uh, <laughs> director Bong Joon-ho was confident that the killer would watch the film. In the final shot of the film, Park Doo-man looks directly into the camera. Park is looking at the audience and he is face-to-face with the killer if he is watching the scene. Did you make that revelation before or after you read the trivia, Douglas? Well, I remembered reading it somewhere and now I just okay. remembered where I read it was the okay, trivia. Okay, Douglas, sure. <laughs> um... Cosmic Justice, as is written on IMDb, this is literally quote for quote. Detective Cho's leg needs to be amputated because he tortures innocent people by kicking them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that that's Yeah, um Do you ever like get any further closure on that? I don't think you do. Like, do you ever I don't think you ever see him with his leg amputated or anything, but they're like, Oh well, we're gonna have to like they say stuff that implies he's gonna have to be amputated or something. Oh, he says like below the thank goodness it's below the knee or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and like I'm like, oh no, Kiki man, <laughs> Kick you're gonna have to do it with one foot yeah. now. Are <laughs> oh, you still gonna? He's still gonna be fly kicking motherfuckers. Are you kidding me? You can take the mm. you can take the kick out of the man, but you can't take the fly kick out of the the uh, the spirit. Um, beginning in June of 2000, it took Bong Joon Ho a year to write the script for Memories of Murder. Yet he has stated that quote for the first six months, I didn't write a single line of the script. I just did research. Uh-huh. So he would have been reading into the uh, police files and things like that, I assume, of the no. uh, investigation. In order to make his character Detective Sao look properly worn out by the stress of the case, actor Kim Sang-kyung deliberately limited his food intake and slept fewer hours. Ooh. Method acting! Not always Stuff the like best that. course of action. <laughs> Stuff like that, it does make a lot of sense, where it's like, very you're like why is it so believable and it's like they they, they did the thing (laughs) very physical uh element to that that would be hard to fake with makeup or or at the very least it would be yeah it'd be hard to fake with makeup i mean it's like if you can't i go back and forth on method acting i'm fucking i'm doing an acting course at the moment and like they don't encourage method acting at all it's (laughs) i think it's it is a incredibly dangerous approach to acting Mm. because you risk losing yourself in the course of playing a character. Um, mm-hmm. And then you get a persona situation where you're like, what fucking person am I? Truthfully. Yep. Fundamentally, you're what Douglas, kind of a person silly. am I? That's me. Um, but in like some cases where it's like, I genuinely cannot get to that place physically or mentally. And if you can do it mm. in a safe, controlled manner, like I'm assuming Kim Sung-kyung did, um, then it pays off. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm kind of neither here nor there on method acting. I'm more not there than I am there. But, like, <laughs> if it's done right, you know, and it's done safely, then whatever. 
There's that thing about Hugh Jackman dro- not drinking water for three days. Oh, for Lame is For Logan. Oh, for Logan. For Logan. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. And look, that worked as well. He looked fucking he looked, huge. Yeah. Mm. Man. Yeah, Hugh Jackman is a bit of a method actor as well, isn't Once he? again, not very safe. Yeah, but, again, you know. like, incredibly bad for your body. But anyway... Uh, one deleted scene shows Detective Cho walking in a red light district and then getting a massage from a girl as he asks her about possible leads regarding the murders. The scene was shot in a real red light district and they had to ask the local pimp for permission to film. Oh my god. <laughs> Imagine fucking Bong Joon-ho rocking up with his fucking crew and the camera and everything and really, hey. Because we stack... What was that? There was a, a show I watched recently that had a scene where there was, like, one or two shots that had, like, a very obvious drop in quality, and you're like, oh, this is, like, this is, like, guerrilla filmmaking here, wasn't it? You weren't supposed to be filming here, so, <laughs> so you just so you, were like, so you just brought in, like, I don't know, a handy cam or something instead of your, like, yeah. your big boy shoulder-mounted yeah. mm-hmm, camera. Mm-hmm, the proper shit, yeah. It's, it's been known to happen. just done that. Just risk it, baby. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> just risk it for the biscuit, baby. <laughs> Bog Joon-ho stated that the script for Memories of Murder was directly influenced by Alan Moore's comic book From Hell, and that he was also, quote, a bit disappointed with the Hughes Brothers' film of it. <laughs> uh, I, I do not know about this film. Neither I do I. Uh, anyway. <laughs> um, director... <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Director Quentin Tarantino named Memories of Murder, along with Bong's The Host, as one of his top 20 favourite movies since 1992. I definitely see Tarantino as a loving the, host the shit fan. out of this film, and just this Bong's one. Films. This one seems like for like film people, it seems like it has fairly like general uh, 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 appeal, mm. fairly wide appeal for like film people. Ah, uh, but it also kind of like it's got yeah, actually yeah, for people in the industry, and like it's got that the Tarantino edge thing of like comedy and violence, um, yeah, which very obviously tickles Tarantino's pickle. Because every single film he has has some form of like either dark humor or just humor quality to it, mm. so mm, it makes sense. Yeah. When Quang Ho was investigated in the basement of the police station, the two police officers and a suspect watched a TV program while eating their meals. The title of this program is Susa Bung Jang, which can be loosely interpreted as Investigation Squad in English. It was a famous TV detective drama which was aired for almost 20 years. The opening Ooh. music was also very popular during that time. Yeah. It's like the bill, um, but <laughs> for Korea. <laughs> uh, Investigation I have- Squad. I have not watched The Bill in a lot... Oh, Dude, you Sorry, I never watched The Bill. Yeah, I never watched I. The Bill. I just saw The Bill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Holy fucking shit. 26 seasons? Oh, Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Dude, The Bill went for way longer than it should have. Two and a half thousand episodes? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, man. Um, t- uh... There's a, re- <laughs> uh, there's a revelation for you. Um, the, oh, there we go. Closure. The first jump kick and scuffle from Park was improvised by actor Sog Kang-ho. Yeah, baby. He's just like, you know what makes sense here? I'm going to jump I wonder, kick him. <laughs> I, I feel like jump kicks are maybe more culturally accepted in Korea, perhaps. Perhaps. It is a very like maybe it's visceral takedown. Yeah, yeah. 
but but it's like it's something that made us laugh every time. <laughs> and I'm, I, yeah. I always got this feeling that it was like not <laughs> quite expected, uh, so quite intended to be like that. I think I it's know. just because like the uh, there's so much energy behind it, you know, and like. You, you get that moment of connection of like their foot to their face or like their foot to their body chest whatever it is and then you mm. get like because it's so their whole body you get them literally just falling fucking like gravity is just fucking reminding them that they're there and yanking them back down on the ground and they land on the ground like a fucking dead weight like just as mm. much as the guy that got fly kicked they land on the ground like a fucking sack of spuds I think there's something very um satisfying about that it doesn't seem very effective no because it probably you gotta get you a really so good kick on person. them yeah you gotta get a good kick on them to make up for the fact that you just fell on your back <laughs> just or on your like, side possibly shattered your coccyx um <laughs> uh that's all the trivia that's available on imdb but i did want to briefly touch on the real life case um, because the uh, until very recently, this was still relatively up in the air. Um, I've so, skimmed this, so apologies if my reactions are quite uh, mild. That's no, fine. It's more so for the for the audience than um, for the audience. For the, Tell us who are they? For the dear listeners, <laughs> we're just doing this. this is for just ourselves. this is just, just you and yeah, I having not, a whole conversation. This isn't going anywhere, is it? This recording. This is going to sit on a hard drive and rot. Um, yeah. So, uh. uh as in the film, at the crime scenes, the, uh, all of this information is found on Wikipedia just uh, for uh, clarification purposes. Uh, at the crime scenes, the investigators found bodily fluids suspected to belong to the murderer, but they did not have access to equipment to determine whether the DNA matched suspect DNA until late in the investigations. After the ninth murder, DNA evidence was sent to Japan, unlike in the film where it was sent to America. Um, for analysis, but the results did not match any suspects. At the time of the film's release, the actual murder had not yet been caught um, as the case was growing close to reaching the statute of limitations. Um, uh, that's right. South Korea's leading Yuri party sought to amend the law to give the prosecutors more time to find the murderer. Good on them. However, in 2006, the statute of limitations was reached for the last known victim. Uh, more than 13 years later, on the 18th of September of 2019, police had announced that a man in his 50s, Lee Jun Che, had been identified as a suspect in the killings. He was identified after DNA from the underwear of one victim was matched with his, and subsequent DNA testing linked him to four of other unsolved serial murders. At the time he was identified, he was already serving a life sentence in a prison in Busan for the rape and murder of his sister-in-law. What a swell guy. Lee, what a cool fan. Lee, cool, cool, cool dude. <laughs> Lee initially denied any involvement in the serial murders, but on the 2nd of October 2019, police announced he had confessed to killing 14 people, including all 10 serial murders. Two of the additional hmm. four murders happened in Suwon and the other two happened in Cheongju. As of October 2019, details about the victims have not been released because the investigation is ongoing. In addition to the murders, Lee also confessed to more than 30 rapes and attempted rapes. Woohoo! Um, after Lee's arrest, Bong Joo-ho commented, quote, When I made the film, I was very curious and I also thought a lot about this murderer. I wonder what he looked like. He later added, I was able to see a photo of his face and I think I need more time to really explain my emotions from that. But right now, I'd just like to applaud the police force for their endless effort to find the culprit. Anchor. You know the worst part about this film and its kind of place with the larger story? What's that? Is there's so many 
crimes that got pinned on this dude. It does make me wonder if there was some flavor of coerced confession. Yeah, is it? Is it the like of the film? It wouldn't, you know, fucking. It's yeah. It it stands to reason that yeah, it, because it, it seems so circumstantial, right? Like it seems mm. so like ah, oh, you did all ten as well. Like you know, there's not a single like margin of error within that. They're just like, oh yeah, it's him. Whatever. Mm. Moving on. <sighs> Case closed. Anyway, fucking kachunk. Um, hmm. the well, inner skeptic in that uh, Bong Joon Ho has sowed in us. Uh, I yeah. guess makes yeah, us. Yeah, it's think not that. really a film that paints a good picture of the police. No, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately. Mm, mm, the Korean uh, police force, yeah. Mm. <clears throat> I don't know. Well, Douglas. Hi. Thank you for that delicious trivia, Douglas. You're most welcome. Um, if you want to hear me thanking Douglas for shit that <laughs> is he's contractually obliged to do, uh, we put out episodes, new episodes of the podcast every week, uh, every Tuesday at midnight, Australia time, which comes out to uh, um, uh, Monday mornings, no, Monday afternoons in Europe and Monday mornings in America. You really need to you rewrite email this shit for yourself because you fucking... <laughs> No, no, this is the best part. If you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at mail at 250.com or check out our Instagram at T-W-O-F-I-V-E-O-H-P-O-D. Douglas, where can people go? They want to see the whole fucking list of movies, mate. If you want to see the whole list of movies, that's, that's including... The whole list, mate! Uh, all of the films that we've done prior to this film, as well as everything else that's coming up, the snapshot that we took in the 1st of January of 2020... Uh, or, or around the beginning of the month of January of 2020, uh, you can head to whack open your favourite web browser and type in list.250.com. That's T-W-O-F-I-V-E-O-H.com. And uh, yeah, it's all there for you. Um, Douglas and I both use Letterboxd, which is a movie tracking and reviewing website that we <laughs> just absolutely adore. Uh, my account is Upa, that is U-U-U-P-A-H, and Douglas. Mine is I-E-N-Z-O-K-N-I-G-H-T, that's E-N-Z-O Knight, uh, with a K. You can whack in either 250... Ienzo Knight or Upa into the Letterbox search engine and you will find us. We talk about all of the films that we cover here on the 250 in a written format as well as any other films that we've been watching. Uh, I recently documented uh, Bo Burnham's... I mean, it's not really a movie. It's more like a TV special. Uh, Bo Burnham's most recent comedy special called Inside. Uh, that completely took me by surprise because the last I heard from Bo was he was taking a break from, like, everything. Um... And he directed 8th Grade, which is a superb film. Go watch 8th Grade, eighth grade yeah, if you haven't. Yeah. Um, cool. Superbly directed film, especially for a directorial debut. He's got a real handle on how to use the camera. And uh, Inside only strengthens that idea in my head. He is so incredibly masterful with how he uses the camera. And it's a very bitter uh special it's definitely not for if you're in a bad mental space um but it's funny creative and i would say it's gonna be endlessly rewatchable for me because i'm just i'm so wrapped up in just how the fuck he managed to do what he did um without you know giving away anything uh too big it's yeah it's a, it's a must watch in my books just in 
in the frame of everything that's happened to the world in the last year, it's probably the most succinct and well thought out piece of media that I've seen come out of, uh, yeah, the past, the, the the general circumstances of the past year, um, in terms of social commentary and uh, everything in between. Um, my favorite quote from the special being, uh, "Apathy's a tragedy and boredom is a crime." Um, I think very aptly explains where we are socially at the moment. So, hmm. Hmm. Anything you, um, you've been watching, John? Fucking no. That's nah, fair enough. <laughs> I've been working my ass off yeah. on uh, my fear drawing exercises, Douglas, mm. and I probably sh- I was I was thinking about it. I was like I should. I should have watched some movies at the same time. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, I should have. I shouldn't have fucking hung out with your dumbass. Uh, <laughs> You're no. the one who recommended this, you sada bitch. Hey. Um. Cool. Well. Thanks for listening. Yeah. To the Two Five O podcast. Go drink some water. Oh, that's not coming up on the recording. There's a very loud freight train behind me. Sick. But it's okay. It's, it's like it's, probably about half an hour too late. Miss the spoiler train. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Come on. Thanks for listening in. Uh, we're so glad you're here, and we're so glad that you're finally leaving. Fucking <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Have a have a wonderful day. All right. Yeah. Bye. Fuck. See ya. Wait, I didn't mean that. Well, no, you did. Don't don't cover it. Maybe I did. You, you meant it. Just a little bit. Uh. <laughs> I have a Wikipedia page open on coerced confessions. Oh. Um, God. Uh, yeah. America's still torturing people. Yeah. To get confessions out of them. So that's pretty cool of them. Anyway, see you guys. <laughs> Jesus.